morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, what is going on, my friend? It is good to see you, as always. Good to be doing radio with you today. Yeah, man, I'm good. Good to see you. It's the middle of the week yeah. here. We got NFL football starting tomorrow night. Uh, there you go. Fired up about that. Um, yep. You know, yep. I'm dealing with a little a little soft tish injury here. I strained my calf what, running with my uh, oh. my guys. I, I was sprinting with my guys from Lane, which I do every practice. And um, I yeah, I was just doing a, a motion that I've done a million times before, and yep. the old the old calf went. So uh, okay, yeah, just dealing with that, working through some adversity here in the studio. But we're uh, okay. But we're right. we're otherwise feeling good. Hopefully nothing too. Hopefully nothing too serious. Yeah, exactly. All right. I think we'll be All back. Right. I got to get back for that Buster Bowl, Josh. Um, dude, the Buster Bowl is important. My it man. Is I know huge, that's important dude. to you. It's very important to me. More important than it should be. Okay, let's yeah. get that. <laughs> let's get that out of the way right at the top. Well, hey, at least you're self aware. Um, self awareness is a rare trait these it days. It is a Ted, ridiculous so. thing for yeah. me to be yeah. thinking about all the time and maybe losing sleep over. So uh, that's yeah. another story okay. for another day. But the Buster Bowl is yeah. something. That's offered. That's unique by my university, Union University, Josh Loftus. And uh, Ted, why don't you why don't you tell me about Union University? Well, it just so happens that Union is our sponsor for this month, so it's it's my oh. privilege to be able to talk about some of the unique things about my employer. One of which is the Buster Bowl. So if you come to Union, mm-hmm. uh, let's mm-hmm. say you're a high school athlete, high school football player. Let's say you're just football curious and you mm-hmm. want to check it out <laughs> and see what it's like to put the pads on. Um, and play uh, a game of real football, you can come to Union. Uh, and in fact, you can apply at uu.edu slash apply. uu.edu slash apply. And if you use the promo code CLUCK, that's K-L-U-C-K, all caps at checkout, you can apply for free. And Josh, we offer much more than the Buster Bowl. Um, okay. I've been there nine years. I'm in my ninth year of teaching now. And I do absolutely love Union because it's a place where... In my program and in many others, students can learn real-world applicable skills that they can trade for money in real marketplaces, but they do it in classrooms where professors love to make much of Christ. And um, we have a lot of joy in what we do at Union, especially in journalism in my neck of the woods. Uh, We're joyfully making product together, and um, it's a great experience and a great place to learn and grow and hone your craft. So if they want to hit up uu.edu slash apply and study at a place that's robustly Christian in its approach, that has doctrinal distinctives where Christ is made much of, we would love to have you at Union with me. Um, There we go. And it's a small enough campus. Like We'll probably meet each other and have lunches and just get to have a relationship beyond just them being a number so um absolutely yeah absolutely. Tell, them, tell them about the promo, promo yeah Ted, promo is uu.edu slash apply promo code cluck all caps at checkout and you get to apply for free so 
Uh, hopefully we'll see some applications flying in from people who want to study at Union. If you want to come study journalism with me, regardless of your age, I love non-traditional Whoa. students. Um, I love that kind of older perspective on life. And if you're looking for a career change or just looking to do something different with your life, come and check us out. UU.edu slash apply. Use the promo code CLUCK, all caps, at checkout. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Me That's too. fantastic. Look, look, look. I mean, even if you don't want to go back to college, yeah. just go take one of Ted's classes. It'll be fun. Dude, it will and, be you know, so much fun. It would be so much fun. And you don't yeah. have to pay for the application, which we all know. That's right. That's where they get you. They as do. My gra- as, 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 as my dad would say, that's where they get you. That is a dad it's, thing to say, isn't it? That's where it they really get is. you. It really is. It really is. It really is. Dad's, I find myself saying it often. Dad's that's like looking out for this stuff, man. But, yeah, uh, he is, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but this is a, it's a, it's a truly great deal, and it's a chance to check out um, a school that's worth checking out. You know, Josh, yeah. in, our, yeah. in our context, you know, the number, the number of actually Christian Christian colleges is kind of dwindling you know sadly and I, I do hate to say that and I hate to see it but you know union we're, we're trying to to stand firm um, as as things are going kind of sideways in the culture and uh, sure. I'm really proud to be there and happy to be there and would love to invite others to be there with me link in the description of this episode people right. make sure to click on that link get to the admissions page don't forget to sign up for your free application. Use promo code CLUCK, K-L-U-C-K, all caps. That's important. Make sure it's all caps. All right. I love it. All right, Ted. So we got uh, we got an Ask Coach Cluck that okay. I want to throw at you first. All, all right. right. And then a little later in the episode, okay. we're going to introduce a new segment, Ooh. a new segment that I have created, I have curated, that we will do every once in a while. Uh, probably won't be an every week thing, but as things pop up, we will do it. So right. uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. But Love the it. Ask Coach Cluck first, I know it's going to be right up your alley as you're okay. already in this mindset. This is where mm-hmm. you're at. Okay. So this comes from Keith Verberg. Okay. Shout out Keith. Shout out Keith. All right. And he says, Hey, Ted and Josh. He says, I've got an Ask Coach Cluck question for the podcast. He says, Since Ted is back in the football coach mode, I was wondering if there was anyone that has been the most influential in shaping his coaching philosophy and approach to team development. He says, I. He says, I coached a number of sports back in the day, and my favorite was John Wooden and his Pyramid of Success. Curious Ted's thoughts on that one or other approaches, especially how his faith uh, perspective comes into play here. Love the show and keep up the good work, Keith Verberg. So, Ted, my friend, do you have... Uh, a coaching philosophy that you have either, you know, kind of adopted and kind of reformed um, or or when you think of the great coaches of the past that, that yeah. you, you look at and say, you know, that guy, I like his coaching style. Yeah, you know, d- I, I have three that I'm thinking of. And Here we go. first of all, shout out Keith Verberg for a great question. Oh, yes. And I think, Josh, in the way that all people kind of learn differently, I think all people sort of... Uh, collect their coaching influences a little bit differently. And mine, you know, it it doesn't boil down to a book I've read or even a coach that I've watched a lot of. Mm. Um, And I'm thinking more on the character vibe side here than the strategy side. But um, I got a chance to interview Tony Dungy pretty early in my writing career. And I got a chance to spend some time around him at a Colts training camp and just loved 
his vibe, and I would have loved playing for somebody like that. So mm. Dungey was like the opposite of a yeller and screamer, but he was very direct about expectations, but he was kind. Like, he was an encourager. You could tell he knew Christ. You could tell he saw the players as created in God's image, and he treated them accordingly. You know, so you imagine... You know, this really tough, high leverage context with pro football where the bullets are flying and there's tons of pressure. But he was just a real calming influence. And I think the results spoke for themselves, you know, so opposite of being, um, you know, this this super hyper yeller and screamer Urban Meyer type. He was he was the opposite. He was calm, direct, uh, appreciative. Another scene that stands out for me. Again, early in my career, I got to cover a Senior Bowl, which the Senior Bowl is this all-star game for the best college players. Essentially, they gather in Mobile, and and they get coached by an NFL staff. And at the time, Mike Singletary, who was a kind of a hero of mine growing up, he was the middle linebacker for the 85 Bears Hall of Famer. Uh, I got to watch him coach, and I got to like stand along a fence just a few feet away from him and watch him coach his position group, the linebackers. And after every drill, he would thank them, you know, and he was a teacher. He was, he was coaching, he was coaching technique. And again, it just, it just always kind of stuck with me that these guys are out there doing a hard thing and I need to show appreciation. So I do that to this day. Like I thank my guys after, after they, you know, perform for me and after yeah. an individual period or whatever, where they're working hard, I'll, I'll give them a word of thanks. And, um, you know, that's a, a scene that's always kind of stuck with me. And the third one, I would say it happened in Michigan. I was coaching high school football. I was coaching high school defensive line under a Christian. His name was Steve Kirsten, the great Steve Kirsten from Williamston high school, tremendous dude, incredibly organized, um, but a fun guy, and he had a fun staff, and I got to coach under this guy, Jeff Lynch, who was our defensive coordinator, who was just funny, and you know the, the humor aspect of football, I think, is underrated. So you look at somebody like Rex Ryan, or you look at somebody like Jeff Lynch from Williamston High School, and they were reminders that the game should be fun, right? And that throughout the course of the season, you can develop all these inside jokes and, and kind of different ways of relating to different players cognizant of the fact that different players respond to different things. So like I always enjoyed the humor aspect of it, giving my guys nicknames, you know, kind of relating to them that way, uh, brought a lot of joy to a thing that can sometimes feel, you know, grim and physically painful. So I would say Mm -hmm. those have been the influences that have shaped me as a coach on the kind of character side on the strategy side. I've always been a fan of like, Dick LeBeau's like kind of Steelers own blitz schemes defensively. I've always been a student of Belichick. Like I find Belichick fascinating. Um, Interpersonal wise, I found Rex Ryan fascinating that year of hard knocks with the Jets. And then there was a book, one of the best football books I've ever read called uh, Collision Low Crossers. And the author spent a year with like the 2010 Jets and... You know, Rex's way of like relating to his other coaches, relating to his players was just kind of next level. So um, those are a few of the influences that I've that I've enjoyed over the years. Legit. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any that come to mind on this? I mean, see, I've done a lot less coaching than you. Right. Mm -hmm. And the vast majority of my coaching um, was in the realm of wrestling. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I'll I'll be honest, like my my biggest influence in that was my coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, just because there's not a lot of like movies and lot not a lot of like, uh, um, yeah. you know, multimedia surrounding wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right? that's so, right. So it's it's just, it's not a very popular sport. Vision Quest, I guess. It, it, you dude, have Vision, to go back to the early Vision 80s Quest, for that. Vision Quest, dude. Oh it's got my that Madonna goodness. song in it. You know. Yes, Vision <laughs> Quest. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was from Spokane. Up was here. it? Was it really? Was that Matthew Modine in that thing? Uh, early I career Matthew it, Modine. That's I why. think it was Matthew Modine. But yeah, yeah. So we have Vision Quest. We've got that, yeah. uh, and then we've got that weird Channing Tatum movie that that came out a while ago. Yeah, I probably um, didn't see that one. Yeah, I didn't see it either. But anyway, so, so so like like my main kind of my main influence was was my wrestling coach. Like sure. watching how he coached. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and kind of learning the ins and outs from that. Uh, I've always I've always wanted to get back into coaching because I yeah. really loved it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, and it was always something that I wanted to go back to. Mm -hmm. Um, Wrestling in most small communities, it's a hard thing to break into. So I might have to like coach some, maybe some baseball or you know, you know, I I would love to coach like linemen or linebackers in football. I think I think that'd be fun. Yeah, Um, but coaching is always something that I would love. I'd love to get back into if I can. Well, and I'll, I'll say this by way of like bivocational ministry. It is a great discipleship thing because you're catching guys at kind of a vulnerable moment, you know, for every guy who's like living his dreams, there are 10 who aren't, you know, and by nature of just injuries or fear or like ascending to a certain point and finding that it doesn't deliver what, what it promised, you know, uh, you're, you're catching people in a, in a vulnerable moment in their lives. And it's, it's really kind of the Lord to like keep giving me opportunities to be just be friends with guys in those moments, you know? And, um, yeah. And yeah, you want to treat them well, you know, because football and wrestling is like this too. Like there's no adult wrestling, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a finite, very contained moment of your life. And (laughs) the older I get, the more I really want to give guys a good experience with it. You know what I mean? Mm, And and if, if their football experience is going to be confined to a few years, I really want it to be a good one, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 No, no, that's really true, man. Like unless, you know, obviously unless you go college and then pro, right? Yeah. Like, wrestling just kind of ends in high school. That's yeah, just what happens. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, and I, I, I always had, you know, the short time that I coached, I always had the philosophy that I, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be the coach that the guys like dreaded talking to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wanted to be that guy that was encouraging, that was instructive, you yeah. know, and 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 the guys knew they they could talk to. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. That's a fun I, guy it, to be. It, it it is a fun guy to be. And and you can like that's a choice that I feel like a lot of coaches actively make to not be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh which I find kind of sad. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's yeah, yeah, that's not that's not something that I ever wanted to do, but I would love to get into coaching again. I think that'd yeah. be that'd be a super fun time uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, you yeah. should do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of these days I might. Yep. All right, Ted, we're going to start a new segment today, something that I call Today in the News. Oh, 
Okay, wow. All right, so today in the news. So what this segment is, is me um, reading a bunch of random, <laughs> true okay. news headlines and little right. summaries in which we will get you, Ted's, mm-hmm. honest reaction and response to them. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this is what we're going to do, all right? So we're this feels kind of little... risky, you know. We're we're di- we're dipping our toes into some controversial I hey, waters. Here, I hey, just that's saying. radio. <laughs> hey, you it know? is radio, and I'm saying here. But but here's here's also here's also what I think, Ted. Okay, yeah. I think at this point, mm-hmm. right, people are coming to Cluck for a certain thing. Yeah, right. People are coming to Cluck because they appreciate our outlook. Yeah, they appreciate, um, you know, the way that we go about explaining our opinions. Yep. And maybe they appreciate a little testosterone here and there. I'm hey, just saying. You know what? They might. They might. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like there might still be some people out there that appreciate. <laughs> They're few and far dudes. between. Yeah. Few you know? and far between. That's <laughs> I'm right. just saying. I think we might have found some in these cluck listeners. Mm. Okay. All right. So I've got uh, I've got a list of um, of uh, topics right here. All right. All right, ranging from weird and and nice to yeah. for me borderline infuriating. Oh no! All right, okay. I'm gonna throw them at you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, all right. Let's get it. So we're gonna start easy. Okay. All right. We're gonna start easy on this one. All right. Today in the news, a <laughs> small community in South Florida has an adorable problem on their hands. Dozens and dozens of domesticated rabbits have overrun parts of Wilton Manor after a few rabbits being let out from one of the neighbors and after rabbits doing what rabbits do, they Uh-oh. have now outrun the community. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So the question to you, Ted, is this. Yeah. Is this a nightmare worth moving over, or is this a Haas and Pfeffer's lover's dream? I don't, I don't know what that second thing is. Haas and Pfeffer is a rabbit dish. Oh, okay. Wow. See, that must be Norwegian. That must be like I think it's speaking German. to your lineage. Yeah. yeah and I if think it's, it's German, I, think I it's should German. know about it. But uh, um, yeah, no, that's interesting. I like you wake up. Yeah. You look outside, and all of a sudden, there is dozens and dozens <laughs> of rabbits everywhere. It's really funny, because yeah. like there there must have been a rabbit enthusiast in the community. Maybe it was like a yeah. Christian family who was like raising these, these things. Definitely a homeschool their, Christian yeah, homeschool family. homeschool family to teach their kids some responsibility, and it, and it went sideways on them. So I like this as a certain kind of news story, and mm. far from seeing it as like an occasion to move, I would see it more as just like a quirky, unique thing that you could get some like humor out of for a, a few weeks there in the community. Okay. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, okay. and it helps that rabbits are like, they're pretty pleasant to look at. If you ask me, I'm not a huge animal guy, but like, I, I think a rabbit is a, like a cute animal, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm, right. I'm kind of in on the whole experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you would you would embrace that? Then I, I think as, I would embrace a, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As as okay. a fan of humor and like quirky news stories. Now, I've never eaten rabbit. I've never had mm. rabbit to eat in any context. Have you? Really? Yeah. What's it tasting like? Is it gamey? Okay. No, dude. Rabbit is delicious. Really? It's so good. Oh, fascinating. So it is. It is so. It's actually. It's actually one of the healthiest meats that you can eat. No kidding. It's actually. It has higher protein than fish. You know, I was just watching a cooking show. Yes. Where 
it was somewhere in Italy, but one of the delicacies was, you know, a, a, a rabbit dish that they would make. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. I may have to explore that. And honestly, you know, you know, I know, I know it's the cliche, but mm-hmm. if, if I put a rabbit leg in front of you and a okay. chicken leg in front of you, yeah. you would not be able to tell the difference visually or taste. Is that right? They even, they even kind of look similar. Oh, I'll be darned. hundred yeah. percent. Interesting. Dude, like we, we would cook rabbit up. Yeah. Um, and it, it is, it's, it's delicious. It's huh. so good. If you ever have the chance to try some, some rabbit. Yeah. Uh, I would highly suggest doing it. Yeah, and basically just cook it like you would fish, or excuse me, chicken. Um, it's a it it it's a dang good meal, dude. It yeah. really is, right? Yeah. The hardest part though is butchering the rabbit mm-hmm. because uh, you know, like as 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 manly and as testosterone filled as I am, Ted. Yeah, and believe me, there's so yeah. much of it. No, no, you okay. you don't have to tell <laughs> me, Josh Lawson. Yeah, dude, it's it's yeah. Uh, they are, they are, they are cute. Yeah, I know. Dude, and that's you tough. Really I could it, never dude, do it. I couldn't dude, do it. Dude, I, it was a learning, it was a choice for me. I'll tell you what, man. And it was a learning moment. I'm not very tough when it comes to that. Really? Uh, no, I'm not, dude. And okay. Walk me through this. Walk me through this. Because... Because you, like me, are a very testosterone-filled individual. I mean, thank you. And I, yes, I, get, I think so. But my, my yeah. testosterone yeah. is really limited to like a couple of different areas. Like I okay. really love right. tough sports, hard workouts, like combat, you know, yes. sport type, type environments. I really enjoy that. But like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't, Josh, have a deep desire to like kill something and then eat it. Um, and in yeah. fact, my only experience with like preparing a rabbit to be eaten took place on uh, a video game called Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, here we go, dude! It was that little mission where I was up in the I was up in the hills and I was teaching that widow how to hunt. Remember this? Yes, and, yes. Uh, yes. And dude, the way that Arthur like skinned the rabbit, I was like, man, that's that's kind of getting to me even even through pixels you know like even in the context of a video game really yeah you yeah. didn't like it I didn't you love didn't it. like it no no I didn't love it dude I it was a it was a moment in my in my childhood I where I where I like I had to make a decision to yeah. kill something I thought was cute oh man yeah and it and you know it does something to you I'm not gonna lie no I bet. I'm not gonna lie it, yeah. it definitely does something to you uh, and it should, well, right? If it didn't, if it didn't move you, yeah, you would probably be a broken person on some level. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I loved it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, rabbits. Uh, there are some animals that's very easy to butcher. I will. I will just be yeah. honest. Where it's just like, yeah, you sure. know, it's it's whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, rabbits are hard. Oh, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But they do taste delicious. I'm well, just saying. I'll, if you ever uh, have the chance to try some, try I'll, some. I'll keep my eyes out for an opportunity to, to try. Yeah, some. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Next, next news segment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have even seen this, and I saw this. I saw this this news article. I saw this mm-hmm. news item happen live. Oh wow! And I was I was a little ticked off. Okay. By by this one, okay. Yeah. So just uh, just last week, I think it was uh, Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the game uh, the the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees was okay. underway, in which the uh, Yankees just just smacked a ball like yeah. beautiful ball left corner right yeah. fan interference. Mm-hmm. 
mm. comes out, leans way out, right? <laughs> yeah. Tries to grab the ball. It would have been an out because the Yankees yeah. outfielder was underneath, about yeah. to grab it, okay? And hits the hits the the fan's hand, bounces off, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't catch the ball, okay? Yeah. The infuriating thing for me, Ted, yeah. is that security came and got that guy because yeah. fan interference, what's supposed to happen, Ted? Well, I don't know what's supposed to happen. That's... They're supposed to get kicked out. Okay, all right. You know, you know, because yeah. it's it's like you can't do that, especially okay. in a tight game, right? Yeah. They yeah. let the dude back in, okay. and then they put him on national television to like just talk about how awesome the experience <laughs> was. <laughs> and Ted, yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. it made me mad. Well, this and is this is interesting mad. because yeah. I have the opposite perspective. And here's why. Do you? Okay. All right. Lay it on me. I think one of the more kind of charming things about baseball is the fact that all of the ballparks are different. And if your team happens to play in a ballpark where the outfield wall is like directly adjacent to fans, Mm -hmm. i.e. there's no buffer, there's no kind of like neutral zone between the wall and and the bleachers, I think you're at the mercy of it, you know, and I think this is one of the more charming things about baseball. And moreover, I think it's counterintuitive to say to a fan, there's a ball flying at you, but don't try to catch it, right? Mm. And, and this is like a bang-bang sort of experience. That's a, a term we use in football, but like, I mean, there there's split seconds between the crack of the bat and then you look up from your hot dog or whatever, and there's a ball flying at you. <laughs> yeah, and especially if yeah, you have yeah. a glove on, it's intuitive. You're going to lean over. You're going to try to catch it. So I, I tend to sympathize with the fans on this one. And I think that if the fan can reach his arm into the field of play, mm-hmm. that's just part of it, dude. That's part of the game. Wow. And, it, and it's... Yeah, maybe it's a bummer for your team or whatever, but sure. I don't know. Like, sure. build the ballpark different if you don't want that to happen. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's where I would okay. be on that one. And All I hate right. to disagree with you, buddy. You know how no, much I hate to you disagree, but yeah, um, I know it's. But but Ted, it's okay. Yeah. It's one of the one of the nice things about this podcast is is yeah. is that we we show you can disagree with people and still and still we can have disagree on fan interference in baseball and still be friends. Not have I mean not break fellowship over it. You know? Believe it or not, we can. Yeah, you know, Wild. you know, you know. It's great. All right, Ted, I got one more, and then we're gonna get out of here. Okay. All right, dude. Yeah, later on. Today in the news, people are turning against uh, mega superstars Oprah and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> after a heartless video they mm. put out about raising money for the victims in Hawaii for the wildfires. Okay. In which Oprah and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, both doing very well, one yeah. a billionaire and one a millionaire, yeah. are asking the people to donate to their foundation mm. in order to relieve the Hawaiians mm. from the fire uh, damage that has happened. So they are getting much backlash, Ted, because, yeah, uh, one, they're rich. Sure. And two, out of all the homes that didn't burn in Hawaii, <laughs> theirs surprisingly didn't. Yeah, shocker. In a, in a very, yeah. uh, you know, you know, very scorched, scorched area. So the yeah. question to you, Ted, is are the masses justified in their concern about yeah. sending already rich people more money in order to help the Hawaiians when they could just send it to them themselves? Or is this a classic case of an overreaction because billionaires are people <laughs> too, Ted, and they have feelings? Yeah. yeah. 
I tend to side with the people on this one. Um, mm. You know, there are plenty of ways to give in the you wake are a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. In the wake of a tragedy, there are plenty of ways to give. Namely, I mean, you see the American Red Cross commercials. That's probably the most direct way to give. And like Mm. giving through Mm. sort of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's foundation seems like, you know, several gradations of overthinking away from what you probably need to do if you want to be a part of that solution. And it's interesting to me that like Oprah is still a thing culturally. Like it's it's mm-hmm. probably been a decade and a half since I've even thought about Oprah Winfrey. And the last time I thought about her was in the context of her kind of cozying up to Rob Bell and them kind of doing uh-huh. their their vaguely spiritual sort of pap together. And yeah. and me kind of thinking that was funny, but that was the last time I thought about Oprah, but I know that Oprah was a big part of the lives of like middle-aged moms circa like when I was growing up. Like my mm-hmm. mom used to watch Oprah and it was yeah. like a big part of her life, you know? And so right. um, I think it would have been better if Dwayne the Rock Johnson had like power bombed Oprah, like through a table, you know? And if, <laughs> and if this had been yes, like, the give them some, <laughs> yeah, give them some content with the video. Yeah. So like if, if maybe you hit an elbow drop, like off the top rope or off the top of a cage, like hell in a cell kind of thing. Yes. And, yeah, and if yeah. you give them that and the, you suplex Oprah, let's say off right, the top right. rope, and then the people are getting something with yeah. their appeal for money. And then I, I, right. I think I would be more okay with it. Okay. You know? So follow up question. Yeah. Which wrestlers in the in the pro wrestling history would you yeah. like to see most suplex Oprah? I mean, any of them start, because start it would be fun. Them off. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you know King Kong Bundy used to do the big like mm. kind of splash where he would just jump on somebody. Um, that was yes. good. I feel like the Macho Man yeah. Randy Savage was like an elite suplex Ooh, guy. Macho so, man. and then he and then he would climb up to the top rope and hit her yeah. with that. That elbow off yeah. the top rope. That would be a fun time. Cup of Oprah in the morning. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that'd be good. I think, um, you know, Andre the Giant being oh, being involved, oh. you know, in some kind of Oprah-related scenario um, would be a lot of fun. So, yeah, there are a lot of different ways you could go with it. But, uh, Dude. Yeah. I, I would... <sighs> Oprah, okay. So here's here's something that might be interesting for a minute or two. Yeah. Oprah and Dwayne The Rock Johnson strike me as like the most boring kind of celebrity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when Mm -hmm. I think of both of them in each of their unique realms, they're not interesting. They don't stand for anything except commerce to me. And I'm not anti-commerce. I mean, I'm a capitalist. I'm a small government capitalist, you know, but like they both strike me as like if I'm going to watch somebody do something, they're going to be way down the list. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. thing I remember The Rock for specifically was this movie called The Other Guys, which was really funny, yes. but kind of not yeah. because of him. Um, Wasn't yeah. he just in like the first five minutes of that film also? Yeah, he was in the first like, five like, minutes. <laughs> like jumps off a building. Right? Yeah, his segment <laughs> yeah. was really dark. It yeah. was actually yeah. really funny. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, we love that movie. The boys love it. Yeah, and I do too. Yeah. But yeah, so... And he was involved in the XFL and getting that getting that resurrected, I guess, which is good. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just really bored with both of them as celebrities. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes a it makes complete and total sense, Ted. Like, because I'm the same way. Like, I mm-hmm. haven't thought of Oprah in forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and 
I don't even know why she's still relevant. Yeah, honestly, like yeah. I don't know what like what does she do? Yeah. She had she had a talk show host. You know, she yeah. was a talk show host. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I just in all honesty, I find him insufferable. Yeah, I, I find him really hard to like because I just feel like everything that I get from him is fake. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Sure. I think he I think he 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 bought in so hard to the like the wrestling. Uh, like uh, persona yeah. that now I don't I don't feel like I know who Dwayne the Rock Johnson is yeah. and I just I really feel like he's one of those guys that that everyone likes but yeah. we're going to find out in 10 years that he's like a horrible dude. I know that well, sounds horrible but 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 he yeah. strikes me as that kind of guy. <laughs> he's sort of emblematic of what's happening in the broader culture where like it's no longer enough to just be the thing that you are. Like I, mm, a professional yeah. wrestler used to be a professional wrestler, and I kind of respect it. I kind of respect yeah. that. Like, sure, Ric Flair was being Ric Flair at all times, you know. Yes. And yeah. yeah, Hulk Hogan was kind of Hulk Hogan at all times, and it's like this right. is a professional wrestler. But now, and this is societal too, right? It's no longer enough to just have a job. Like right. you have to be the entrepreneur. You know, you're the mm, leadership guy. You're yep. the entrepreneur, and you're have the, four side hustles. Yeah, you got four side hustles, and and The Rock is just kind of emblematic of that, where it's like, yeah, I'm doing a little acting, I'm buying the XFL, and I guess you know more power to the guy if that's what he wants to do. But I don't know, I'm kind of it's going to sound weird. I'm kind of bored with ambition. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I'm I'm kind of out on it because I think we're just getting so much of it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Would you say you're kind of tired of the hustle mentality? Because I guess I'm tired of hearing about the hustle mentality, and and this is deeply yeah. ironic because we're making fun of a talk show host while being two guys who have a talk show that is a side hustle. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Like True. we are the most hypocritical, uh, ironic people right now in in terms yeah. of how we're talking about this. But it it's I don't know. It's more of a it's more of a posture, I guess. You know? Sure. Like well, I, I think people- it was I think it was really cool that Ric Flair was just like I'm a professional wrestler. This is my thing. This is what I do. You know, right? Dusty right. Rhodes. I could go on yeah. and on with like old school wrestlers who sort of embodied it. You know, yeah. Well, you know, it's probably a good time. Maybe not a good time to announce that Ted and I are starting an organization for the victims of of Hawaii, <laughs> in which twenty percent of all proceeds go to them. Yeah. Uh, don't ask where the 20%. other twenty percent. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Operating expenses, right, uh, dude. Right. It takes yeah. a lot to be in the middle, man. Come it on, does. we got to buy our high rise building and hire. I a mean, staff I have and, to. I have to. I have to get the plane to take the funds to Maui. Well, that's right. You know, you know what I'm saying. It, a lot goes into it. A lot of a overhead. lot goes. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. thought, like a lot of just just a lot of. A lot of hustle, hustle stuff, Ted. That's what it takes a lot of money to be compassionate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it really does, dude. Like money, money makes money, right? That's where we're at. So, got to spend money to make money. But you know what? They also have to spend money on Josh Loftus. A free application to Union University. So, uu.edu/apply. Use the promo code CLUCK, K L U C K, all caps. I know. Yes. Yeah, you can get a free thing, which is a free application to Union. Unabashedly Christian, Baptist in its approach, um, a small community of of people who want to study and make much of Christ. Come check us out, uu.edu slash apply. Link in the description of this episode. Ted, right. it is time to go. It's time to get out of here. We've done our we've done our work. 
Nice, right? baby. We've, I enjoyed the new SAG. I'll say that. Excellent. Yeah, I yeah. will be collecting some random, fun, odd uh, news articles. And here's, here's the thing. Our listeners can get in on this, too. In addition to Ask Coach Cluck, which is the most successful segment this show has ever had, mm. uh, in which you can submit questions for Coach Cluck uh, to comment on, you can also submit news headlines for me to add to Today in the News. And we're going to do this segment again. It was a lot of fun. But we're going to get out of here. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know where to find us, whether you are have been a longtime listener or whether you heard about us on some other random podcast. You know, we're glad you're here. We're That's really right. thankful. It's awesome. You can find us on all the socials, at Cluckcast. Interact with us there. I'm very responsive on all of them. Uh, so you can have uh, direct access to me. And if you want direct access to Ted, uh, it's a matter of money. Right. Just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. It's it doesn't come for free. Hustle, it, it's the hustle mentality, baby. That's right. Ted, That's Ted's right. all about it. That's what we do. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We will catch you on the next episode of Cluck later.